All right, good morning. My name is Melody and I am here with Marianne and today we'll be discussing self-care. Um, this is one of this is one episode of many that we will be creating and we're excited to start. Uh, so to introduce myself, I am a social work student at Arizona State University and I'm currently getting my bachelor's degree. I will be graduating in the summer. So um, as a part of the social work program, I'm an intern, I have to do an internship. So I'm an intern at Opportunities for Youth as a transition specialist, and it's been an amazing experience. Hi, everyone. Hope you're all doing well. My name is Maria Lopez Romo, and I am the Community Engagement Specialist for Opportunities for Youth. I am a student currently attending Arizona State University. I am majoring in criminology and criminal justice and I'm minoring in transborder studies and social welfare. And I'm very excited to be here with you all. Awesome, awesome. All right, so I guess we'll just start. Uh, to me, um, self-care is anything that relieves stress in a healthy way. Um, it is about developing coping skills when life becomes difficult. Um, self-care is also um, often confused with like overindulging and creating unhealthy habits like you know, overeating or maybe even undereating or trying to do things that maybe look like self-care, but it, it, it can be self, self-harm. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's confused like in our, in our generation, in our society with things that can be unhealthy. Uh, what does self-care to, uh, mean to you, Maria? Self-care to me is prioritizing oneself and being able to maintain a healthy life, both physically and mentally. It is about creating habits that will help us go on through tough our tough times. And it's also um, about having a safe place in order to care for ourselves. And according to the International Self-Care Foundation, it states that self-care is what people do for themselves to establish and maintain health and to prevent and deal with illness. It is a broad concept encompassing hygiene, nutrition, lifestyle, environmental factors, socioeconomic factors, and self-medication. Awesome. Um, all right. So the, the, there are eight areas of self-care. And according to Voya, um, these eight areas are physical, psychological, emotional, professional, social, environmental, spiritual, and financial. Um, so if you mind, if you don't mind sharing, how do you self-care, Maria? Um, there are a couple different things I do to self-care. One of them is exercising in the mornings, going out for a run. I try to do this as much as possible and always during the daytime in the mornings. So it gives me energy for the rest of my day. I also plan a routine. I plan out my week ahead of time in order to not stress about things um, and what I have to get done the day of. Um, I also try to take a break from my electronics. If I have a long day at work or at school, I step away from my computer for a while. And I also try to step away from my mobile device for some time as well. Mm -hmm. And also a new thing I've been trying to do is getting enough sleep because for a long time, I would go to bed super late, 
and I'd have to wake up in the mornings early for either my classes or work. And I ended up being tired for the rest of the day. And this happened to me daily. And it just drained me and it really stressed me out. So I'm trying to go to bed way earlier um, in order to have that energy and not be so stressed out anymore. And um, how do you self-care, Melody? Um, the way I self-care um, is kind of different. It, it took me a while to create a practical self-care routine. Um, when the week is over, I usually try to read a few chapters in the book that I'm currently reading. And I'm actually currently reading a book called Americana by, um, it's a Nigerian author. Her name is Chimamanda. And it's been been great. You know, um, I started reading books again in like at the beginning of the year. And it's been an awesome experience, you know, to wind down at the end of the week. Um, I also try to, like you said, I also try to turn off my phone and my laptop when I feel a little, little bit overwhelmed, you know, by the just like all of everything, you know, with school and work and internship. And, you know, I, I just try to power everything down and take a break. Um, when Before, back in the day, when I had time, I would also go to the gym with my friends. And that was also like a, a point of like relief just to, you know, take a time, take a step back and, you know, take care of my health, you know, because taking care of your health is also self-care. I think for a long time, um, I neglected my health care, my mental health, because I thought, um, you know, self-care was limited to bubble baths and candles, um, not knowing that it, it can be so much more. It can be knitting, it can be running, it, it can be, you know, exercising, like you said. Um, so yeah, there's so many different things that uh, that include that can be included in, in self-care. Um, so what are some practical ways for anybody to practice self-care, Marianne? Um, So there are many different ways to self-care. As you guys heard, my routine and Melody's routine is quite different. There are some things that we both um, do have in common, but for the most part, it is different. So there's not just like one way um, to self-care. There are many different types of things and activities one can do in order to self-care. For example, drawing, going on walks with a pet, um, reading or cooking. At the end of the day, as long as you make time for yourself and you do something you enjoy, you are practicing self-care. Awesome, awesome. Um, So I guess I just wanted to add like, that self-care is not limited to, you know, the Western world, or it's not limited to Americans. There's so many different ways that people can self-care around the world. Um, And according to an article on this website called Birdie, um, Marianne was um, great enough to help me do the research on that part. So in Switzerland, um, they actually go on mountain retreats and they call these wellness weekends. And, um, you know, because of the geographical area they live in, there's a lot of mountains. So they kind of just use what's, what's handy. Um, in Lebanon, they, there are ancient, ancient practices of drinking rose water, which has helped with their overall experience, uh, appearance. And um, many different places do this. It's not only Lebanon, but in that area of the world, that's, that's what a lot um, of them practice. And in Pakistan, actually, there's a mother who would put coconut oil in her daughter's hair as a form of relieving her stress. Um, so the lady that wrote this, um, that submitted this, she said that this is... Um, something that a lot of people from South Asia actually practice. And it's, it's a pretty common practice. So. Yeah, it's very interesting how um, self-care can be different depending on where we're from. 
So um, now I'm going to talk about how students can prioritize self-care with the workload they have, all the exams and the assignments. Students should be prioritizing self-care. And there are different ways to do so. And some of those are by prioritizing time management, um, surrounding oneself with supportive people, having regular mental health check health, mental health check-ins, making oneself a priority. For me, that is very important. Making sure that you're putting yourself first is very important and making time for yourself. And also keeping a journal, writing down your thoughts and what you went through that day. You don't have to do it every day, but just like to write stuff down and let it all out. As long as you squeeze in a bit of time a day to self-care, um, it's very important for students so they can keep a healthy mindset and so they can be successful. It is very important to self-care, not just for students, but for everyone, because it can manage one's stress, reduce anxiety and depression, can improve concentration. It can also minimize frustration and anger, increase happiness and improves energy. Like I've noticed that with my self-care routine, um, when I go to bed earlier, I'm less stressed. When I plan out my week, I'm also less stressed. And when I work out in the mornings, it improves my energy and my happiness throughout the day. Um, what do you think, Melody? Uh, definitely. Yeah, I think, um, like you stated, a lot of students kind of neglect self-care. I think, um, like I stated before, some people kind of feel like self-care is, you know, selfish, a little bit selfish. Um, but I think if you're not taking care of yourself, you can't really take care of others, especially if you're in the helping field. And if you're an empath to others, you know, and you show empathy towards us, others and you don't show it towards yourself, um, I think it can be it can have a lot of negative effects in the long run. Um, so I think a few things I just wanted to add at the end is that um, self-care can also be like changing your thought patterns, you know, the way you think about yourself, the way you speak to yourself every day. Um, negative self-talk can really, really bring you down. It doesn't have to be other people that are, you know, saying negative things about you. But if you believe those things, if you believe that, you know, I'm not smart, I'm not beautiful, that can really be detrimental to your over, overall mental health. So I think um, undoing the thoughts of negative and, you know, maybe looking at it from a different perspective, like, for example, if you didn't, you know, do your best on a on an exam or something, um, it's just it, it's an it's a means to an end. It's not the end. It, um, it's not the end itself. So like, okay, I didn't do good on this exam. I can do better next time. It's not the end. I'm still in school. I still have the opportunity to do better. Um, so just you know, taking the time to be cautious of what we allow to you know take root in our minds and our hearts. Um, it'll do great. It'll do the best for us in the long run. So. Um, thank you so much, Marianne, for joining me on this podcast, this podcast episode. Um, so, yeah, do you have anything else you want to add? I just want to point out how you said um, that self-care isn't about being selfish. I totally agree with that. Um, it's OK to put yourself first once in a while. And it also will help you 
because you'll be able to take a break from everything for even if it's like for half an hour or an hour you could do it for more if you'd like but it's okay um to put yourself first sometimes because you're helping yourself take a break from everything and be better and yeah thank you for having me melody i really appreciate it no problem well thank you all for listening um you can join us back on the next episode this is our first episode so it's you know kind of new for us but yeah um this has been a great experience so see you guys next time bye bye